Good morning, listeners. It's your boy, Mason, a.k.a. Give Me That Extra Pickle. Hey, guys, it's your boy, Alex, a.k.a. The Night Agent. That sounds like a superhero name. <laughs> and welcome to our 50th, that's right, the big 5 oath episode of Where's, Where's the, the Action? action? We are- wow. We are so close to retirement age. <laughs> we're officially we're officially boomer. We're members of AARP. Um, we hit the big five zero. We are we're, we're officially well not senior citizens yet, but we're approaching. Is, I think senior citizens is, is like sixty or sixty five. Oh, six, okay. So we're sixty. We're, we're far off from eating prune juice. Then I I feel like right, we're right. we're far off. We're eating raisins in preparation for it, but. How does it feel to be 50? This are, is crazy. We are no longer young because like youngish is like anywhere from 40 and below, right? And so 50 is the new age. <laughs> That's like all. 50 is the new 20. 50 is the new 20. 50 is the new 20. I think Alex is trying to say we've already reached our prime. <laughs> we've already reached our Optimus Prime and now we're going downhill. No, no, no. We have hit it. We have hit a stride recently. Listen, this, this is monumental. Alex has been devoting his free time to me, and I think <laughs> it's really paying off in the form of our sponsors. So. I am I am spending quality time with you. <laughs> if only we could have physical touch, then this would be a better podcast. <laughs> oh, man. But yes, we are on episode 50. You know, we didn't really honestly. Uh, all right, let's jump into full disclosure. Okay. We didn't really plan much for the 50th episode. Usually, do people, okay, do regular podcasts besides us, you know, like actual podcasts, do they do anything for their 50th? I feel like most of them just kind of clock like 1800 episodes and without any, you know, celebration. Not, not that I know of from what I've seen. It's always like YouTube videos or like number of subscribers, not, not X amount of episodes. Okay. So, So if you can, you know, run the numbers on your end with your analytics. Maybe we can get hit a good milestone there if you if if that shows um when you look up the analytics um yeah we can we can do that I can do like total streams I mean right now we're still in negative numbers negative <laughs> downloads so uh, <laughs> we're gonna have to work on that but we'll get out of the red soon so okay okay we gotta hit the green we gotta hit the green <laughs> we'll we'll set a milestone you know also something that you guys may have noticed on our Instagram page we are starting to do this thing where we're gonna post a like a like a BTS post, you know, it, it'll be out in the wild. There's a countdown clock to when the episode comes out. We're gonna start doing that every week. And oh. I think, Alex, in celebration of our 50th episode, <laughs> why don't we do like a little challenge where you guys have to guess the movie we're reviewing based on the emojis that we throw up? And mm. if you win, you'll get like a paid vacation to visit one of us at our house. <laughs> Can we afford that? Is that in our budget? I can't afford it. <laughs> Listen, Alex will make you homemade pancakes. I, He'll make you my, mung beans. He'll make you anything. <laughs> my first paycheck is not coming till another month from now. <laughs> okay, well, this will have to be backlogged then. I mean, honestly, this episode this episode's probably coming out in a month anyway. So Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Sound editor has to get chop chop on the-, uh, the I know, what has episodes? she been up to? I tell you what, slack in. <laughs> <laughs> I need to hire a new one, but anyway, right, uh, right? Yeah. So, should we do like a little challenge, like a little reward to see who can guess the movie we're doing? The emoji, 
emoji yeah challenge? yeah yeah the emoji challenge so the emoji movie <laughs> the emoji movie listen we're going to be doing that every week from now on it's the same movie there's only one emoji movie right there's no there's it's just one right there's there should no have been two they should have had five sequels to that but no have sadly you seen it? have you seen yeah, it I've, yeah i've seen it oh. i've seen it twice i've actually seen it twice i have not seen the emoji movie so that's next week's episode <laughs> we're going to be doing the emoji movie it's so it's so bad it's good it's so funny oh man but i like i like i like the uh i like the emoji um guess the movie and then i i think we need to hash out the prize (laughs) so you're saying we don't waste precious airtime on (laughs) we don't waste uh any of our 45 minutes of freemium zoom hashing (laughs) this out is that what you're saying i'm trying to i'm trying to think prize wise i don't think i can uh we could shout them out in the next episode okay that's fine oh okay here's what we'll do we'll do like a thing where you can send us anything to say on air about anything right just uh... as long as we don't get canceled for it like i'm not saying anything i'm not saying any slurs any of that you know okay we're keeping okay. it pg is that okay. is that a good thing pg okay that's fine yeah we'll do pg-13 right. we'll do pg-13 just I'm no down. hard r no hard r yeah all right, all right. i'm down i'm down Big okay, bit, let's do it. Bit, I'll I'll bit. post this in the story in the Instagram. Okay. Okay. So listeners, go follow it. Yeah, look at you being more uh social media savvy. <laughs> I feel like I'm turning into Logan Paul. After all these prime <laughs> after all these prime drinks I'm drinking, I'm either Mr. Beast or Logan Paul. I probably mm-hmm. both combined. Did you drink one today? No. I've I've uh, cut them out. I've cut them out completely, actually. Really? To be honest with you. Yeah, I was doing a number on my heart. <laughs> You know, you really gotta, you really gotta put things into perspective in life. Like me drinking a strawberry raspberry prime energy drink is not worth it in the long run. So mm, I see. Let's see. You gotta do what okay. you gotta do. Okay. But anyway, All yes, right. I'm I'm fired what? up with no energy drink today. Okay. Cool. Cool. I am fired up as well. Um, what is your your big news? This is this is urgent news that you texted me i'm very eager to know what your big news is all right first of all for the listeners so i texted alex yesterday probably like noon or so you know i was like listen i've got big news he's like what what is it i was like you know what i'm gonna save it for the pod okay so the big news is i play tennis no way yes yes now there's a little bit of backstory to it first of all uh, it's very hard finding a tennis court, believe it or not. Really? Uh, yes, no it's very hard, very difficult, especially in my area. For some reason, it's it's very hard. Uh, mm-hmm. But the first step was actually getting a tennis racket. Okay. So I had to go to Walmart. I wasn't going to support Target. You know, it's too expensive. It was like $22 for a racket. Okay. I was like, let me go to okay. Walmart. Let's go to good old Wally World, see what we can get. So I got a Wilson right. racket, right? Wilson. I don't know what it is. Wilson's I think it's good. Like a, Wilson yeah. is good. Mm-hmm. He's a good good guy. Give him a chance. Real nice um, guy. <laughs> but yeah, so I got one of those, and I got a three pack of like the Walmart balls. Okay. Right, right. You know, I'm not picking. Wait, wait, wait. Walmart. Wait, wait. Was the brand Pen P E N N? It was great value brand. Great value tennis balls. <laughs> yeah. Wait, no way. It's like it was a dollar eighty eight for three versus like three eighteen for for like, the pen balls. For yeah. pen, yeah, pen or yeah, Wow, interesting. So I'm balling okay. on a budget here, literally balling on a budget. Uh, so anyway, so yeah, so we got that. And then, you know, I'm driving around the sound editor. It's a very hot day. My AC doesn't work. And <laughs> we go oh, to no. the first court and there were people there, right? So we're like, we can't wait. Let's just go somewhere else, right? Right, right. So I remember 
my co-host Alex here is saying that, oh yeah, any high school right. has a tennis court. Exactly. Every, we went to three different high schools mm-hmm. and all of the courts were locked. No way. We were driving around for, I'm not even exaggerating, three hours looking for a tennis court. Oh my god. We were gosh. driving around longer than it took to actually play tennis. We were only out there for like <laughs> And so, so what happened was we finally found one after hour three. It was like the fifth court we had been to. Right. There was only one guy on, there were two courts and then one guy was on the other one. So we were just like, oh, okay, big bet. So, uh-huh. so yeah, we finally found our court. And I got to say, I was pretty it fun? good. It Do was, you like it? I like it. I kind of, okay. I honestly, I kind of love it. Really? Only because you don't really have to hustle that much. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, that means you're not playing tennis, right? <laughs> oh. Well, here's our thing. It was a milestone if we even got it over the net. So, okay, okay. It, it, they, baby they, steps. Yeah, baby steps, work in progress. When you fully get the gist of tennis, it is a very, very big cardio workout. See, that's we're not at that step yet. <laughs> I, I don't think we moved. I think we just stood still the whole time and then just, oh, oh, and just yeah, like yeah. you know, kind of like dink it back and forth. Yeah, we're we're dinking it. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. You know, was, baby steps. That's cute. That's cute. Nice. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're trying. So anyway, <laughs> that, that's the big news. So we're actually going to go play tomorrow. Wow. Uh, it's going to be on a Monday night. We're just yeah, we're we're addicted. I think so. But I honestly feel like I could beat you. I'm not saying I'm not being like antagonistic. I'm not being like a villain. I'm just saying I really could beat you. Okay. In a couple so, of years from now, then yes. Not in a right couple. Now. Whoa. What do you mean, right? <laughs> I've got the height. You don't need height, doesn't matter in tennis. Overhead serve. What about that? Still doesn't matter. It's all technique. All right. Well, <laughs> it's, so also, my, my... it's also angles. Oh, I've got angles you wouldn't even believe. <laughs> now I still have to I still have to focus on getting the ball on the court. I feel like that's my biggest struggle right now. Right, right. Because I mostly hit it outside the court. Yeah, which, you gotta, which is an issue. You yeah. gotta learn the technique to make or well, A, one of the key factors is how hard you hit the ball. If you hit it like semi hard, the ball is gonna go way out. <laughs> you might have yeah, see, I'm always ball, semi-hard. So the, the ball bounces pretty hard. And so um unless you put spin on the ball to make it go downwards into the court, then the ball's gonna go flying out. <laughs> so what, so when you say so when you say spin, do you mean like spin it in the air and then hit it? No, no. So when you hit the ball, and depending on the way you hit the ball, the angle of the racket where it hits should change the spin going back to your opponent and this so is wild that's wild <laughs> you have to visually see it but basically when you hit the ball if you put top spin on the ball it'll it'll get over the net and it while it's over the net it's still spinning and spinning downwards to bounce back onto the court so you don't get a fault when it's flying out so why would you get a why would you get a fault well, it, when you hit the ball and it doesn't bounce back onto the other side of the court, it's a lost point. Oh, oh, so so you mm-hmm. uh, okay, okay. So you can hit it. You can't. You can hit it in the air, but it's like if you're the opponent, you, can, you wanna you can still hit it in the air, right? Like you can still volley it. Yeah. Um, but generally, if you're just hitting it back and forth, you can let it bounce one. Um, but. And you get stronger, you you play further back from each other, and then that's where it gets intense. 
Yeah, see, they, see, we were very close to the net. And, like, <laughs> we were still playing it like Wii Sports Tennis style, but like the, be the beginner level. All you got to do is wave the remote one way. Dang. That's kind of how we were doing it. So It's okay. But it's okay. But you're learning. Out there. You're we learning. are learning. And it's actually, good. sound editor improved a lot from when we first got out there to the last like 10 minutes. So, really? Yeah. Nice. I'm, I'm telling you, we both have a tennis career in the future. Wow. So we're both going to quit our day jobs and and mm -hmm. be professional tennis players <laughs> let's do a tennis podcast i'm down okay where's what? the where's the uh what's the tennis where's the love where's the love oh i was gonna say where's the tennis court because okay, you can't well, find your... one <laughs> where's I the know. love where's the I love oh, that's a pretty uh that's a pretty catchy is one that, is that a catchy one that's like foreplay pod i feel like it's clever mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we're not giving them any free publicity though so don't listen to foreplay pod we're play pod the the best golf podcast well maybe one of the best golf podcasts out there interesting um, there's a bunch of them so i can't have really a favorite one but they're one of the best ones i would say in my personal opinion wow imo 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 so anyway yeah that's my big news that's really all i had for today wow. so hopefully did that live up to your hype it did it did you okay good you should watch the uh the tennis documentary on Netflix called Breakpoint. Um, I think I'm three episodes in, four episodes in. Um, if you know any of the professional players, then you might relate more to them. But I don't know some of the players that they talk about, so it's pretty cool to learn more about them. See, I really don't want to learn about tennis. Here's the thing: it's it's one of the sports that I want to play, but I don't want to watch other people do. <laughs> I mean, that's a good, like, I don't like watching baseball on TV, right, but I like playing right. it. I, and I like going on in-person games, but right, tennis right. is just one of those things. It's very weird. It's it's an odd culture. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I mean, I know Selena Williams and I know, uh, Serena, uh, Serena, what Serena, Serena, Serena and Venus, Venus. I thought it was Uranus, <laughs> Venus. Yeah. Pluto Williams. <laughs> That's the wait. What do they have? Oh wait, I guess they're sisters. Are they twin sisters or they're just sisters? They're they're just sisters. Yeah. So which one's better? I've heard Selena's better. Serena, yeah, Serena is the better one. So why? Why? What? How I don't want to get into better? this now. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, like they're they, you know, maybe she's more highly skilled and talented than her older sister Venus. Oh, older. Wait, wait. Venus is older. I think so. Yeah. Oh, so she's washed up basically. She's like Tiger Woods. <laughs> she's like tiger woods and steph curry i don't know i but i'm pretty sure the age difference isn't that big though that's the thing and plus tennis you can play until you're like your 80s i've seen 80 year olds out on the court doing yeah, like doing yeah. better than me so yeah but dang that's that's pretty some pretty good big news i'm not gonna yeah lie. so <laughs> listen this is gonna be so you know how alex says his volleyball updates on here periodically you're gonna have my tennis, tennis updates, updates. Okay. next week i'm gonna say i'm gonna reveal that i have tennis elbow so <laughs> That'll be my next update. I'll be like, yeah, I'm down for the count. Dang. Last week, yeah, I, I broke nice. my elbow. But uh, anyway, yeah, that's all I had for the full disclosure. Did you have anything? Right. My full disclosure is pretty epic. So the other day, was it Thursday? No, 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 no. Friday, I made homemade pancakes uh, with a friend. And this is my very first time making homemade pancakes. Like, I've had pancakes where... um. The the pancakes, you know, you buy like the the mixture from a store and you, you know, you add the eggs and in the uh, water or milk the milk water yeah. and then you just mix it up and then 
throw it onto the frying pan. But this one, um, this one, this was slightly altered where we actually made the batter from scratch. So there's like buttermilk, flour, sugar, eggs. Um, what else was in there? I think that was it. Um, same process, you know, whip up the batter. Oh, butter. Lots of butter. You know, whip up the uh, whip up the <clears throat> the batter and um put on the frying pan. Okay. And so my friend, she made the uh the batter. I I put the the batter onto the frying pan, right? And the first two that I made, so my stove actually I <laughs> we realized this. My stove is actually like very, very like hot and it like warms up pretty fast too. Oh great. <laughs> oh great you have too efficient of a stove exactly and it was not even on like high heat it was like maybe medium or medium low heat and so i was looking over the pancakes first pancakes first two pancakes i made <laughs> i completely burned them you burnt them yeah. yikes not I'm, good not good and i was like i was like why is why is this not working and then we're like oh it's probably because the heat is on too high and so the next batch of pancakes we made we like barely turned on the heat it was like on the very lowest low <laughs> oh yeah you gotta and, keep it low and slow low and slow right, right. Oh, oh and we also put chocolate chips in there I guess, oh yeah yeah so that's the pro move so um i like to sprinkle all the chocolate chips on there you know like you know like put a bunch on there um my friend was like uh aesthetically trying to place them like row by row and i'm just like that's, that's not the way <laughs> no that's too that's too acdc you gotta like really just but, like I mean, raw I dog just, it i mean nothing wrong with it i mean we still put ample amount of chocolate chips on it so it still it was pretty good it tastes the same uh, no right, matter how right, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. And so after we changed the heat setting and we finally got our pancakes, dude, these were like the super like fluffy kind, like, like IHOP versus these, these would instantly destroy IHOP. No way, <laughs> brother. No way. You can't get better than IHOP. Come on. International House of Pancakes could not compete. These homemade pancakes we made were so buzzing. And I was like, dude, these are actually so good. That's a straight cap. That's then, a straight cap. You know, and the, you know, I I like drowning them in maple syrup, which I did. Um, and so I think I think I had like three pancakes, and then we also had like eggs and bacon as well. So it was a very nice brunchy meal that I had. Um, but yeah, first time making homemade pancakes, and it was really good. <laughs> wow, that sounds hearty. That that sounds like a very hearty meal. It is, it is, you know, yeah. it's a lot of work to get the batter going, but the batter was really worth it, I would say. So it's better than store-bought. You just got to go for it. You got to make it homemade. Is that what you're saying? Right, right. And I think the the recipe we got it from was from tasty.com. Um, I'm not sure which specific link or article it was, but I remember that's the uh, that's where that website we got the the whole recipe from. So it turned out pretty well, I must say. Yeah, well, it sounds like they know what they're talking about. <laughs> if it's tasty.com, you got to deliver. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So well, homemade pancakes. Homemade Shout out pancakes. homemade pancakes. They were too this. good. They were too, too good. Well, good. Well, glad uh, to hear that you had an eventful week. Right, right. All right. <laughs> so next part, uh, we're going to give a quick shout out to our sponsors. Um, 
my my sponsor I want to shout out. Uh, there's a show on Netflix called The Night Agent. Um, you guys may have seen it. It's recently came out, I believe, this month, April. It's like one of the top chart shows that's you know really popping off this this past couple of weeks or so. Um, and it's basically like a FBI slash spy slash government thriller type of show where there's 10 episodes and I actually binged it from I binged it in two days that I watched the whole season (laughs) (laughs) Um, so basically the plot point the night agent is this one FBI agent he works in the White House and he goes into this basement and he has to pretty much be ready to uh, answer this phone Um, if a you know, like an agent that's working on a mission calls in for help, right? That's why he's called the night agent. Um, he picks up the phone call whenever someone like needs help, and so basically the one phone call he he does get because like it rarely rings, and so it's very rare that he will get a phone call throughout the night. But then this one night, he gets a phone call, and basically this girl, her her uncle and aunt gets murdered. And so, oh no! And so, basically, he picks up and he helps her escape. Um, and then the whole like se- the whole series is basically kind of in the background of like this bombing that happened last, like in the previous year. And then there's a mole in the White House, or multiple moles as the the whole show develops. And so, a lot of moving parts. Really good. <clears throat> it's not super political, I would say. It's just like, oh, it just takes place within the FBI versus Secret Service versus um, the government contracting company that they're, you know, they're all butting heads. And so it's a really good show. So if you're into like those thriller type of spy movies, it's a good one. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you texted me and told me that it was like a designated survivor type show. Oh, so so it's, it's like in the realm of like, designated survivor is like it's not super political but it does involve like with a lot of like missions involved so this this show there's like one specific mission but it takes place in 10 episodes because like there's so many different things that are happening throughout the the whole show um as they like further investigate 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 so as where designated survivor every single episode was like a different mission that the president or 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 what was it the what was it up what what is the word when the president passes away and then another person has to fill in the role the president elect i think or the substitute teach substitute <laughs> president i don't the know the substitute president yeah <laughs> well yeah so for that designated survivor those they those are kind of different they have like maybe a couple episodes dealing with one mission and they move on to another one but this show is like the whole season is like one whole story and so you really got to start with episode one and go all the way to episode 10. Um, they're an hour, roughly an hour for each episode. Super entertaining. There's a lot of action. Um, the suspense is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I I did not go on my phone for the whole 10 episodes. And so I really that's an achievement. It. That yeah. is an achievement for sure. So, I mean, like if you miss like one of the plot points, you're going to be like lost. And so I like really stood 
stood there and stayed focused into the show. <laughs> wow, he Brooks skeptic it. He focused. I did, I did. I did. So that's that's really pretty good. amazing. Really yeah, good. that's really that's. Good. I think that's the ultimate review. If you can do, if you can watch the entire thing without going on your phone, I feel like that's a real. Mm-hmm. That's a real sign of success. Did you want to mention Rose or was that <laughs> the different combo? The The cast is Peter. He's the FBI agent. Rose is like one of the key witnesses in the uh, in the show. She's pretty attractive. Um, <laughs> there it is. That's all, that's all I wanted. You don't have to go anywhere. <laughs> um, there's like the pre- well, the pre- actually the president actually does not get involved in this investigation a lot at all, to be honest. Um, He's got other things to worry about. The vice president is in trouble. That's all I'm going to say. He, There's some things that he gets involved. And so um, the vice president gets involved. Who else? The FBI director, the Secret Service director. So a lot of a lot of big names, not with the president involved with this whole show. So very interesting. Good. OK, yeah. I may check it out. I've got a long list of things I still need to finish, but okay. I will definitely be checking that out. You got to um, watch it. You got to watch it. All right. Big bet. The Night Agent on Netflix. So I've got mm-hmm. one sponsor and you guys, if you're deep into where's the action lore, you know my history with with Popeyes. All right. Let's be honest. So uh, a while back, Alex and I, when we were in person, we used to do these segments on our Instagram called Where's the Flavor? And, you know, we should probably pick that up one day. But uh, it's basically where we did the <laughs> same thing for Where's the Action, except for food. And right. so one day we decided to do the Popeye's chicken sandwich because with the chicken wars were happening, that was a bit the biggest thing of COVID. <laughs> it was the chicken wars, nothing else. And so we all decided, let's try each one. So, you know, this went on for several weeks and we I came to the conclusion. Uh, this is a very big hot take. But my conclusion was that the McDonald's chicken sandwich was actually the best one in the chicken game. No question. All right. I, I had tried Popeye's. Everyone flamed me for it. I had to delete my social media because <laughs> people were DMing me death threats and all this stuff. So, you know, I have revisited it. I literally revisited it probably an hour ago. Okay. okay. I got a door shout out DoorDash. I got a DoorDash to my apartment okay, because okay. I didn't want to go out. I was watching the movie mm-hmm. uh, Guardians of the Galaxy and I didn't want to, you know, mess up the vibe there. So I got it delivered. And I got to say, I feel like my opinion still stands. Now, let you, me be clear. Let wait, me be your, clear. Your opinion saying that the McDonald's chicken sandwich is still the best over Popeye's? I, I still think so. What the heck? <laughs> I know. Look, sound editor is flipping me off from the other room. Dude, now, hear me out. Hear me out. The mayo, it was it was, it was was a good it was a good toasting on the, on the mayo. All right. The chicken okay. itself, full of GMOs, probably. That is yeah. a plump bird. It is I mean, very plump. <laughs> it is the entire family mushed together. Mom, dad, kids all together. That's that that's that sandwich. So my one complaint, my biggest complaint is the pickles. Okay. So I only got one measly pickle on the sandwich. <laughs> now, if you what? ratio, if you if if I'm ratioed, hashtag ratioed on this, hear me right. out. If that chicken is as plump as it is, and you're teasing <laughs> me, you're blue balling me with one little pickle, you've got another thing coming for you, Popeyes. <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say. They give me one measly pickle. Now, McDonald's, they know what they're doing. They give me a light patty. I don't feel like I'm going to go into cardiac arrest after I eat it. Right. And it has three pickles on it. They're thinner than Popeye's <laughs> pickles. But if Popeye's got their pickle game down, let me tell you what, they'd, they'd be the best in town. Mm. I just rhymed. I'm, I'm, a, I'm rapping right now. 
That's how passionate I am about the subject. So I'm not opposed to Popeye. Now listen, Popeye's is better than Chick-fil-A. Let's be let's be honest. No, here. no, Chick-fil-A I think is still the best. I I think they're at the bottom of the list. No, 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 no. Chick-fil-A the top, and then Popeye's, and then I don't really have any other ones after that. Cause... You don't even like McDonald's. What about I mean the Mc the McDonald's chicken sandwich is not good. Their no, no, no. their McChicken is good, yes, but their classic chicken sandwich is not good. Well, the new like McCrispy, you know what that is, right? That's like their new. The, well, yeah, like the like, one we tried for the for right, the right, yeah, it's not good. <laughs> are you ser- are you seriously right now? <laughs> yes. Listen, I'm not even being paid by McDonald's. <laughs> I'm not Ronald- being paid by Chick Fil A <laughs> or Popeyes. I'm just saying McDonald's is booty. <laughs> I feel like you're getting paid right now. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Ronald McDonald is not my house. I promise you. <laughs> He's not here. <laughs> Bro, this is this is insane. Anyway, we literally have the reverse list, I feel like. It's Chick-fil-A, Popeyes, then whatever everything else, like other menu or restaurants provide would, a chicken sandwich. But I don't I don't really bother to try any of them because Chick-fil-A will always be the top. I would eat I would rather eat a stepped on McChicken than a regular chick-fil-a sandwich let me just tell you that no you wouldn't yes i would <laughs> you like mcchickens over chick-fil-a i think so well wait, wait wait the mccrispy not the mcchicken but yeah same See? deal <laughs> no way chick-fil-a i think i just burnt myself out <laughs> i think i had it like once a day for like a week and i'm just done i i could i could live my life the rest of my life a very short life without eating chick-fil-a that is it's all it's all lies that's cat it's right across the street from me you only go there once a week. You have to utilize your fast food places. And so if you go eat out, you know, somewhat frequently and you get fast food, you can't go like every I for me, I would get burnout if I get it a lot. So that's why when I get Chipotle or Chick-fil-A, it's only once a week. So but you, you I don't do, do a that. rotation. I, I don't do that like every week though. It's like one or the other. Like one week might be Chipotle, but then the next week will be Chick-fil-A. But if I'm really feeling like I want Chick-fil-A again, then I'll do that. So <laughs> this is the last episode. But I'm I'm just saying, like, maybe this... okay, I, I mean the Popeye <laughs> sandwich, like I I think we both agree they're both very giant pieces of chicken they're huge they're on they're on steroids bro it's very it's like very very filling it's it's so filling i mean it's moist it's got me down bad though (laughs) it's gonna be an alka-seltzer night for sure but you never feel good after eating them but after eating chick-fil-a sandwiches which are more regular size chicken sandwiches you feel fine but so is the mccrispy Mm. i no the mccrispy come on (laughs) Chick-fil-A pickles suck. It's all about the pickle. Chick-fil-A the pickles suck? No, yeah, Chick-fil-A pickles crunch. Are, no, Chick-fil-A pickles are good. They tell me why they're always soggy and you have to look through the bun to find it. It's always like in the bun. You got to look for it. It's all moist. It's a little, it's a little baby pickle. You have to order extra. I do. I, I do that. Okay. I get them on the side. They give you like a little bowl. They don't even put it on there. To give you a little bowl, but still, no, yeah, you're that, still but see, I up. shouldn't have to order, I shouldn't have to order extra pickles, it should already be on there. All right, so for your Popeye sandwich, did you get like fries on the side, or I got Cajun fries and a biscuit? Okay, how were those? Biscuit was dry, biscuit was dry. Okay, 
<laughs> Cajun fries, I will admit, they're pretty good. They were cold when they got here, though, because of, <laughs> of DoorDash. So that's not Popeye's fault. I'm not, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say it's their fault. All I'm saying is their their fries are good. I do like their fries. Okay. They, I, but I, I, like, I don't feel I, good I, afterwards. I like the Cajun fries as well, but I still like the Chick-fil-A fries over... No, that I agree. Popeyes, Chick-fil-A yeah. fries are busting. Come on now. No exactly. cap. Yeah, exactly. So I think we have some disagreements here. I think... <laughs> I can definitely sense there's some tension. There's a rift just... going on. <laughs> this is when I wish we had guests on this podcast so they could weigh in. Because right now I it's just... just your word versus mine. I'm sure the people listening are screaming at their phones right now. <laughs> I'm, just, <laughs> like... I'm just saying McDonald's doesn't McDonald's doesn't belong in the chicken war. Oh, speaking of McDonald's, I had the uh, strawberry shortcake McFlurry the other day. Oh, I did too. Did you like it? So good. Did you have like 10 pieces of the strawberry shortcake and then the rest was just vanilla ice cream? Because that was no. my experience. <laughs> well, here's what you got to do. If you order it through the app, there's an option for extra crumbles. No additional charge. Really? Okay. Always press that. You got to pr- get it to get it tonight. Because when I got it, it was like only the top of the McFlurry was the the crumbles. Right. And then the rest was just vanilla. Well, you know, like the vanilla McFlurry part, the the ice cream. I'm just like, <laughs> there's nothing else left. <laughs> oh, bro, that's that's down bad. That's <laughs> that, down bad. They did. So, they did so you I was like, this is like a five out of ten, to be honest. <laughs> no, 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 no. You gotta get you keep give it another try. Listen, he's a nice guy. Give it a second Real date. Nice get a second second date. date. Yeah, go second on a second date. date with strawberry shortcake. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Get the extra crumbles. Trust extra me. Crumbles. I'm not even gonna reveal the taste. Because of how good it is, I did like the taste though. It did taste pretty. It's got strong. good crumbles. It's like one of those uh, those ice cream bars you get at the the truck. It's not really like cakey though. From what like when I thought strawberry shortcake, it's just no. Like... It's it's more the flavor essence right. of it, kind of. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, not the actual cake. So, I got cake. I have cake as well. Wow, interesting. That's a good segue. I got homemade pancakes. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I got that pancakes. Anyway, so we're going to end it right here, and we will be back right after this. All right, guys. All right, here we go. Back at it again. Uh, Thanks for tuning in again, you know, even though you just went from one second to the next. So weird cut. (laughs) Weird cut. Still using shout out uh, Zoom freemium. But anyway, so. The movie we decided to do this week in honor of Guardians of the Galaxy 3 coming out next week, which when this episode posts, it'll probably be the previous week. So we're we're time traveling here. We're like in Endgame. We're, we're all over the place. So uh, this is a <laughs> time travel heist here. But yes, Guardians of the Galaxy, we went all the way back to the original back in 2014. Can you believe it came out almost 10 years ago when as this of, of this recording? I mean, isn't that 10 crazy? 10 years, so that would be what? I'd be 14 years old. And that's what? Seventh grade? Eighth grade? Eighth grade. I remember this. I think, or maybe high school. Eighth? I can't remember. I think maybe eighth or ninth grade. No, this is on... this is eighth grade, I think. Oh my gosh. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> Isn't that weird? And and now they're wrapping it up after we graduated college. Oh my god. <laughs> We're crazy. Yeah, isn't that weird? <laughs> I mean, this is it's wild. So this was their 10th movie, actually, the MCU, which Marvel, I mean. This one was definitely an odd choice to pick mm-hmm. just because of, you know, who knew of Guardians of the Galaxy before this movie came out? Probably point zero 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 one percent Yeah. And, you know, nobody knew. I didn't know. I didn't pretend to know. I'm like, oh, yeah, Drax? <laughs> I totally knew who that was. Oh, yeah, had... the talking tree? I, I definitely knew. 
I had no idea who the Guardians of the Galaxy were. <laughs> no idea. And they could have done other movies, but instead they chose to do this one as their 10th one. And I got to be honest, this was probably one of the biggest risks that they took. Mm. And it succeeded. I mean, here's the thing. The MCU at that point, they were in phase two, right? They were right. in full swing. I feel like they earned their right to kind of experiment a little bit. And they ended up having one of their best movies be this one. So I mean, it definitely paid off. I mean, before this, you had three Iron Mans. You had the Incredible Hulk. You had four. <laughs> the Incredible you know, Hulk. Ooh. Captain America. We don't talk about that one yet. <laughs> I still have not seen it. <laughs> I watched it for the first time, like, last year, just because I wanted to watch them all. <laughs> How all was the it? How was the Hulk? I don't remember a single thing from it. <laughs> no. It's honestly, it's so weird how oh, not, God. it doesn't fit in at all. It doesn't. Like, there's no need to watch it. Interesting. But anyway, yeah, so this is a weird point. And then you also had two Thor movies before this one. But other than that, I mean, this is a totally random project. I feel like this is a real shift for the MCU. You got new characters. You got Peter Quill, a.k.a. Star-Lord. You got Gamora. You got Drax, the Destroyer, Groot, the Talking Tree, and Rocket Raccoon. So, I mean, all these characters that are completely brand new to the public mainstream. And this movie ended up doing really well, not just at the box office, but also, people just loved it in general. I mean, this is a, mm -hmm. a huge deal for Marvel. So I think this is the movie that solidified Marvel's status because before that, they had, you know, everyone knew Captain America, right? Everyone knew Iron Man. Everybody knew Thor. I mean, most people did. But mm -hmm. this movie, the fact that they turned these unknown characters into one of their best franchises meant that Marvel could do anything. So that's how we have, like, the Eternals and... She Hulk now, which is probably for, for better or for worse. <laughs> for better or for worse. But you know what I mean? Like Moon Knight can come out and stuff like that. So right, um, right, right. they can take more risks. And so I, I really think this was a, a turning point. But um I liked it. I liked it. I yeah, like you said, you said Iron Man, Thor, Captain America, you know, the big three. And then I think like after those couple movies, they shortly released the Avengers. Yep. And then then they moved on to phase two. Iron Man finally had his third movie. Um, Thor had the Dark World, Captain America, Winter Soldier, which is I think is still like one of the best movies of the out of the whole what is it? Five phase, five yeah. phases so far. <laughs> Definitely. Um and then there's Guardians of the Galaxy where like who who are these people? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> They came out of nowhere, which I mean, they ended up being one of the most important movies. Exactly, exactly. I, I think that's good because, you know, they built their foundation with the core Avengers and then they started to breach outside the Avengers. And then that's where kind of how the, the MCU really shifted into all the other superheroes, but also like the uh, like shows as well. The shows were also like supplement um to the movies like yeah we've seen them in the movies but then they finally got shows for like certain characters like um falcon and winter soldier and then um what's what was the one wanda and vision and oh yeah and loki so it's not like we haven't seen those characters before um they just got you know tv series that you know supplemented the movies but then guardians of the galaxy they only have they have three movies including this third one that's coming out next week um in May and then they also had how they have like one christmas special is that right yeah the one holiday two? special yes okay okay so 
Oh, yeah, they have the holiday special on Disney Plus. And then they also have like the I Am Group series on Disney Plus, which I did not watch. <laughs> I think I don't think we're the target demographic. I don't, I don't think so either. I think the target demographic for that one is trees in general. I think just <laughs> <laughs> that's who they're. Uh, I mean, but, I got wood, but not that much. Yeah. And so, yeah, this is a very high risk, high reward type of project they did. And it, they executed very well. And it also, this is like very important in the MCU where they actually like use it with like all the infinity stones. Like this is like actually very important. <laughs> yeah. I mean, can we talk about that a little bit? Like the fact that, so I didn't remember on first watch, I hadn't seen this movie probably since it came out. Just because, yeah, you know, I, I had I, already, you know. I think I, same with me. Like the first, this was probably only my second time watching this movie. Yeah, me too. I, <laughs> and I watched it the first time like 10 years ago. So it exactly. Was, yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's pretty crazy to go back to this and knowing all that we know now after Endgame, after Infinity War, after all the events of that, how it really started with this movie. Because before this movie, I don't believe there was any mention of Infinity Stones. I know that there's mention of Thanos at the end of Avengers, uh, the first Avengers movie mm. at the end credit scene. And he says, like, I'll do it myself or something. But right. I mean, no, this movie just went balls to the wall. Yet it's still a self-contained movie. Right. So I think that Marvel did it best. I, this was probably their best time, I feel like, because in the yeah, same yeah. year they had Winter Soldier and Guardians of the Galaxy. Exactly. So two of their best movies, in my opinion. And so, mm. you know. But they're both like you could go both. You could watch those right now and not have to know anything else and still have a good experience with it and not be like, I don't know what's going on. Because for me, I don't remember anything from Marvel. I don't like Alex has to tell me so much. Like I I miss out on complete characters sometimes. He's like, oh, she she was in this, this and this one. And oh, you don't remember what happened to him? He was in this one. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know. But so but this one, I mean, you can watch it. And go in completely blind and not know anything and still have a fun time with it. So right, I think right. that's what Marvel was doing best at this point in their timelines. Now, mm-hmm. everything besides a few like Shang-Chi can go in pretty much blind, but he's a brand new character. So just like this one, you know, right, but if right. it's an established character already, you're screwed. You're so far, far behind. But yeah, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it was very interesting watching this one now versus back then so it, it's got a whole new light to it because i well nice. i didn't even remember thanos was in this uh, yeah me too i was, I was like, like I, 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 honestly yeah. i didn't remember like the whole like i literally didn't remember the the villain until watching the movie i was like yeah there's this guy that wears like a, a black samurai suit looking kind of guy <laughs> but don't remember his name or how he's really connected to all of this and then we figure out, oh, he's actually like one of Thanos's like lead um, mass killers, and so yeah, and so like, oh, that's how they're connected, and then that's how Nebula and Gamora are all connected within this movie as well because they used to work with Ronan, and then they kind of branch off. Uh, Ronan right. is Ronan is the the villain of the movie. So he's the he's the blue looking guy with a uh black samurai suit. <laughs> right, Samurai Jack, but blue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but blue. Um and he wields like this uh like this hammer. I was about to say an axe, but it wasn't really axe looking. It was this mm, giant Yeah. It, it was this giant I think Thor hammer, but like longer. Could, yeah, longer and you could stand it like 
from the ground, whereas Thor's hammer, you just you have to hold it only in your hand. For this hammer, it's like, um, yeah, it's like a staff. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, so that's the villain. So yeah, all all new characters. Not gonna lie, totally forgot that Gamora and Nebula were daughters of Thanos. <laughs> Me they, too. They even. <laughs> They mentioned that in the movie, and I was like, "Wow, that that I didn't remember that detail at all." Because that when they talked about it in what was it Endgame? That was I think like, Infinity War, yeah, Infinity War. It was like, oh, so many years later. I know. I was like, why? Are, why didn't they say that back then? And then I know they right? literally did say it back then. I felt so bad. I was like, oh, they actually planned this out pretty good. You know? Exactly. Exactly. Like all those little details. I should have paid more attention, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. They all always come back full circle and we're just like, oh, <laughs> yeah, for real. I had no idea, but uh, it was a cool surprise to learn that. I mean, yeah, I at least yeah. learned it back then because I didn't know what they were going to do with them. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, this I mean, all of the characters just work in this movie. You know, they do, they do. at least the Guardians themselves. I mean, Peter Quill played by the voice of Mario, Chris Pratt. You know, he did a great job. He's like a leading man. Mario. Yeah, Mamma he's literally mia. Mario. Mommy. Wahoo. Yeah, I'm surprised he didn't do that. Uh, every time he every time he like punches an enemy, he gets like a, a coin or something. Wait, wait, in the movie, does he do that? Does he say Oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I oh, wait, wish. You haven't seen the movie yet? I haven't I haven't seen it. I need oh, to. Oh, I thought you've seen it already. No, I need to. I've seen uh seen clips of it online, but uh, got the full thing i don't know i just anyway <laughs> uh-huh. but uh but yeah so 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 mario's in this movie you also got uh gamora um need we say more need we say mora need we say mora yeah what's, her, uh, what's, what's the actor's name zoe zoe saldana okay yes and she's yeah. also in avatar yes she i forget her name in that but anyway and she's in she's in something else big too i forget Maybe she's in Star Trek, I feel like. Um, is she? Maybe. I don't know. I don't like Star Trek. Okay, so. Avatar, Guardians of the Galaxy, Avatar 2, Avatar 3. <laughs> okay, okay, so Avatar and Guardians. Nice. Yep, yeah, yeah. Just the yeah, just from the big ones. Those those are her like marquee movies, yeah. Right. And so then we have Drax the Destroyer, played by Dave Batista, a wrestler. So I think this may have been one of his first movie roles. So it was pretty cool to see him act so well. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't see any problems with his acting. I mean, Drax is one of the coolest characters ever. So, mm-hmm. you know, I like Drax. Uh, yeah, he's cool. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, you got you got Groot played by our boy uh, family, a.k.a. Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. Yep. 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 He, he says one line. Two lines. We are Groot, and then I am Groot. <laughs> yes. So two lines, and you probably got paid a billion dollars. I mean, very smart. It's very funny when you actually see it in the movies. Like he only says one line. No one understands why, and then he's just like, uh, he's talking to what is it, Rocket? And Rocket like kind of understands sometimes when he says I am Groot, and so <laughs> yeah. I don't one, know. It's <laughs> one line, one line master. You know, he got paid millions. So shout out to Vin Diesel. Well, listen, he doesn't have much time because he's filming like 50 Fast and Furious <laughs> movies. So he can only say one line and that's it. But, exactly. uh, and then we have Mr. Bradley Cooper playing Rocket Raccoon. I think Rocket is my favorite guardian. I don't know about you. 
Really? But, yeah, I don't know. He's he's got like the most backstory, I feel like, and mm. uh he's just interesting because he's wrestling with the fact that he's not supposed to be alive. Like he's just a creation mm-hmm. kind of. <laughs> and his only friend at the beginning of the movie was a talking tree that only says one line. So <laughs> I kind I kind of felt bad for him, but I don't know. Yeah. I he's definitely got some layers to him that most even the most of the human characters in Marvel don't have. So I he he might be one of my favorites. I don't know. Interesting, interesting. Roman. I don't know who. Yeah, I don't know. I, it doesn't matter who that is. Let me it's, look it up real quick. Ronan yeah, let's give justice. Yeah, let's give justice Ronan. to Ronan. the Galaxy actor. Um, Here we Lee go. Pace. I have no idea who this guy uh, is. <laughs> I think this might be his only movie. I got to be honest. <laughs> Ooh, hey, he did a very good job as Ronan. Lee, yeah, he Lee Pace. Yeah, Lee I, Pace. He did a good job. I'm looking up his filmography. He has done nothing else, I don't think. So Ronan is a radical Cree warlord. Basically, he's been going through pretty much all civil like he just like jumps from like town to town, civilization to civilization, and he leads his army and just like destroys the whole place. And so Drax has big beef with the Ronin. Um because he's like, you killed my daughter and my wife. And so Drax has, he has a couple moments where he wants to settle justice with the Ronin and the Ronin pretty much just beats him up. <laughs> so really he doesn't have a chance, but yeah, that's pretty much the cast. I mean, there's like, oh, there's like the Ravengers, the the space pirates. Um, Yondu, my boy. Yeah, we kind of have to mention them. They kind of, they do have a good, decent part within the movie. Yondu um he is the guy from the walking dead um what's his name michael Michael rooker michael rooker yeah so he plays yondu yondu is the leader of these ravengers um and they're just you know space pirates that basically loot um steal stuff pretty much flip stuff for money um and so they are also they're the gary v of this universe yeah so they're they are also the hustlers of um this whole movie so like basically the whole plot point is there's three different parties after this orb and this orb contains the reality purple infinity stone and peter finds it and then um gamora is sent after him to retrieve it and then drax groot and rocket after a couple scenes they kind of form the guardians of the galaxy Gamora joins them um so that's one party that you know protects the orb and then you have the Ronin who is you know Thanos is like yeah get me the stone and then kill everybody and so Ronin is part of like he's the bad guys of the movie and then the Ravagers they actually they work or Peter works with them if I'm not mistaken right yes so is is Peter more of a solo type of guy and then he used to work with them I think he still works for them because, okay. I mean, Yondu saved his life, or I guess abducted him from Earth, so really didn't save his life. But Right, right. <laughs> Yondu, I guess Yondu abducted him for, because he could fit in the small spaces and steal stuff. So, okay. you know, I so yeah, I don't think, I think they still work together, but Peter tries to do his own thing. Okay, okay, okay. And so, yeah, we got the Ravagers, um, the Space Pirates, who, yeah, they are also after the orb because they just want the high payout um that uh, some black market person that can provide them like billions of 
what is it units is what their currency is and so we're like four billion units um something like that just for this reality stone so yeah that's the pretty much main plot i would say where they're all fighting after this main reality stone um and then you know a lot of things get uh very deep and crazy and action-packed throughout the movie Right. I mean, that's the thing about the plot. I mean, it's very easy to follow because literally just if you think about it as, oh, everyone's going after this one stone. You got it. That's exactly. the plot. That's the plot. Which yeah. which is very good for me because I get lost a lot. So <laughs> you you know, I've got a monkey brain. No. I... I mean, you can. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't on my phone for this movie. You can somewhat, I guess, in this movie, but... I you don't want to though. You don't yeah, want it's to. You don't want to. because that's the thing about this movie. Alex and I were talking about how to tackle this movie. It's really more from an action standpoint. It's basically the whole movie, right? Exactly. But I mean, you've got moments of heart in between where the guardians are talking to each other. But the majority is just a lot of escaping. Like there's a big prison break sequence, and um, also you know just the the big final battle of course there's always a final battle in marvel which is classic i mean this is a but this is one of the best ones um mm. but it's just a lot of the guardians showing off their own abilities a lot of slashing like you know for example drax has daggers i think gamora also has like a, a sword or a knife mm -hmm. or something like that uh mm -hmm. peter quill has his blasters and stuff rocket of course has guns and groot is a tree so he has a uh, five iron <laughs> five or five wood excuse me it's a he five has, he has more than a five wood <laughs> I'm jealous. He's like uh, a he's like a hundred wood. Not gonna lie. Yeah, he's got a big trunk. Let me tell you that. <laughs> Let me tell you that much. <laughs> but, um, yeah, he, so Groot, he's a big boy. You know what they say about big feet? <laughs> big limbs. Big, big shoes. Big sh oh yeah, big shoes. Big shoes. <laughs> yeah, he's thick. He's a thick tree. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I would want. Would you want to be Groot? I mean, let's be honest, Groot. I mean, he's he's got to be OP. Oh, yeah. He's so OP. Yeah, so yeah, I would love to be Groot. <laughs> so, and I've got something at the end that uh, that we need to talk about Groot in the, in the just not past the vibe check section. <laughs> really? Okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just one thing, one thing. But anyway, so uh, yeah. So from an action standpoint, what are we talking here? What stood out to you? Did you write down anything while you were watching it that um, you thought, let's talk about this? I liked... I like the action scenes of Gamora, uh, like slicing everybody. I thought that was one thing, and then all the space spaceship themes, uh, fights, and so like, um, when they have those aircrafts, like Peter Quill has his own aircraft, and then, um, the the villains have their own as well. They they look like um like shriveled like, uh, what is it? Porcupines. <laughs> Wait, wait, who does? The villains. They they look like brown or black, like ovals. Wait, they're, they're ships? <laughs> yeah. Did you not see that? Those yeah, ships? they kind of look like a... Okay, so you know how locusts, like... Uh, <laughs> you know when locusts, I don't know, shed their skin, I guess? And they have Lo the little skins? Locusts? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Did you what, ever have those? What is a locust? Oh, it's like a big bug, and they just like buzz around. It's mainly in the south, oh. in like the country. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I'm not sure what you're talking about. <laughs> locust so, bug. I can't believe you haven't heard of a locust before. Uh, I have not. <laughs> so every like 14 years or so, there's a big locust swarm that sweeps okay. the south, at least where I used to live. Okay. Uh, back on the eastern shore of Virginia. And so what happens is they'll leave <laughs> their skin, 
right? So it's like a cobra, right? Or, or like right, a snake. Right, right. They leave their shell and then they go fly somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So you'll just see a bunch of dead, you think they're dead locusts all over your yard and all over your trees. And mm-hmm. they're really just the skin, the shell. That's kind of what it looks like. Um, maybe it's maybe it's not locust. Maybe I'm tripping. But just think of like like a dead some like a dead pinto bean, like a mung bean. Think of a dead <laughs> think of a dead mung bean. Dead mung is bean. Is that is that accurate? Um, I mean, you can like the the shape of the aircrafts that the villains were in. They were bean like. I would say they're they're <laughs> oval, ovalish. Okay, the... it's an oval with wings on it. Right, right, exactly. You know, yeah. Not not sexy, not not hot. <laughs> they were very ugly. ugly. <laughs> they could have had a little interior decorating, a little bit of paint. Right, right. right. Um, but all the good guys, they all had these decked out ships. So like the Star Lord, Peter's ship is like this bright blue and orange ship. And then the Ravengers, they had like uh, I, I forget what they look like, but it's more, you know, very modern looking, and then the the Nova Nova Core, which is basically like the the police of the galaxy, they have like these yellow gold like ships that are shaped shaped like a a starfish. Like think of like I was gonna say that like the starry Pokemon. Think of that. Oh yeah, yeah, think yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's so, like starry with like a puckered anus on the backside for like the thruster. Right, 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 right. Exactly, yeah. exactly. But so yeah, those action scenes when we got to see all the the space spacecraft battles, I really liked it. It really reminded me of Star Wars because, um, you know, you have ships flying around, beams and cannons going off. It's very cool, very cool. Yes. Um, you know, you get to see like the you know like the flight aerial movements, like first person view and then you know third person view as well. So I really liked it. It wasn't in any of the previous really like movies because this is like a very sci-fi-ish movies with like dealing yes. with aliens and stuff like that so i really liked all the uh aerial fight oh right yeah i mean i'm mm-hmm. glad you mentioned star wars because you know the mcu before that thor was really the only one outside of america right. you know mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. the rest was on earth so i mean it was kind of very interesting for them to just fully go into sci-fi and actually be so good at it you know because I, I really like Star Wars. I mean, it's better than Marvel. So when I saw this movie, I was like, oh, yeah, this is kind of like Star Wars. I mean, it's very mm-hmm. Marvel-fied because everything's like very sleek and shiny and, you know, a lot of them. There's a lot of different Nova Corps people or bad guy ships and stuff like that. It's very it's a feast on your eyes. It really mm-hmm. is. So mm-hmm. um, I thought they did this very well. I mean, just the the dogfight scenes or, you know, the what, big ship, the design of the ship is cool, too. Yeah. What were, what were your, like favorite action like things you could point out the one so yeah there's a few outside of like the spacecrafts if so if you you had something different (laughs) i did have a little bit so there's a a few cool scenes actually with groot in one of them so groot there's like a probably like 15 bad guys they have boarded ronin's big ship right oh yeah yeah. the big ship Mm -hmm. is attacking this planet xandar or whatever and so, which is also, it, it's just so weird. This movie is weird. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, so Groot, the big tree is, you know, standing there and there's 15 bad guys running towards him. So he decides to stab like five with one limb. He just shoots a big limb <laughs> through like five people and then starts slamming them against the other bad guys in this hallway. I thought that was the, probably the best see action scene at least of this whole movie just because i like when it showcases powers and stuff like that 
I, I, mm. I really dig that. So because it kind of mixes it up versus just guns and, and knives and daggers. So I, I really enjoyed that part, uh, that action scene. And then another one, uh, I guess, yeah, I, there's a lot of hand to hand combat in the in the prison break. I like where Drax is just kind of literally just throwing people into each other. And <laughs> yeah, you know, he's just laughing while he's doing it. I think that's such a it's such a good time. Mm-hmm. And then also when Groot and Rocket are just shooting these like kind of machines that are trying to keep them into in the prison, they're just shooting them all out of the sky. I think that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like kind of a slow mo shot, and then you got Rocket just shooting a gun. It's it's very it's a very iconic scene. So it is. It um, is. But yeah, those those two are really the ones that stand out to me as far as action is concerned. Mm-hmm. So, nice, nice. But yeah, I mean, I, if we're I think- yeah, I, I was gonna say it's very, very action heavy. The whole movie, like uh, Mason said, the whole movie is very action packed. So it's not a slow movie. Like there's no, always, not at all. there's always something happening, pretty chaotic. Um, you know, like when they're not doing anything crazy, um, there are very important like people that they like stumble upon. So, you know, you kind of have to pay attention to that. But if you really just want to watch the movie for the action it'll be very satisfying oh definitely i mean there's Mm -hmm. not even a dull moment and when there is an off moment off the action it's funny right uh you know the director adds Mm -hmm. humor into it so you know it's it's just all around such good action Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i like it i like it cool all righty uh moving on let's see do we have a favorite part i like i would say the prison fight i like the how they you know they have the all Kumbaya, they uh they finally worked as a family. <laughs> family. I'm surprised Groot didn't say family. Exactly. Um <laughs> they, you know, Rocket created this amazing plan to get into like the very center console of the prison, which like detaches as like a, a floating ship. Um, and then they fly out <laughs> out of the prison using that ship that he thought of in the plan. But like, you know, the whole scene. You have the little mini robots, you know, shooting everybody. You have Rocket. You have Groot taking them down. You have Drax, like, jumping everywhere, um, taking down these little mini robots. And he's also fighting all the security guards at him. And the security guards don't really do much at him. Uh, they, like, punch him. And, like, Drax doesn't even flinch. <laughs> and That's so, good, yeah. So Drax is like, oh, he's not a problem. So I'm just going to throw him, like, 20 feet in the air. And then um gamora you know she's a she's like a well-trained assassin so she's doing like these crazy flips and everywhere through like all these levels of the prison um you know and she's like taking down all these security guards uh i think she had like one of her like knives or one of the swords that she picked up um but i can't remember or she's just like literally destroying everything uh just by kicking everybody and like flipping them everywhere um didn't really see Peter take much action in the prison escape. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he had the prosthetic leg and he, he kind of he, hit one guy. <laughs> his his plan and in, in, uh, in Rocket's plan, he was like, all right, I need this prosthetic leg. But when he brought the prosthetic leg over, he was like, he started laughing. He was like, what, did you not need this leg? He was like, yeah, I literally don't need the leg at all. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's the best part <laughs> can we be honest here yeah it was so funny he, he was like dude i had to give away like thirty thousand units so i assume like thirty thousand dollars um to this guy 
<laughs> for the leg. So <laughs> so good. Too yeah. Funny. And then Too he funny. and then he came back at the end of the movie when Rocket points to one of uh Yandu's guys. And he's like, <laughs> Hey, I need, I need that, that guy's prosthetic eye for these. <laughs> and he just like has to hold in his laughter. <laughs> Too funny. Too Peter's funny. like, No, you don't you don't need that. <laughs> yeah. So that was my favorite part. I like the prison scene. Um, prison escape scene so you gotta love a good prison break you You gotta love it yeah but yeah that's a that's a good one i would have to say for me it's probably either that okay so i'm gonna go to the prison break scene uh or the very end when it looks like all hope is lost listen you got ronin's ship falling and it's falling out of the sky it's about to crash and groot has this like little protective force field of of tree and he's like wrapping himself around the whole guardian. So we got them all in a big circle. I mean, it got to be on. It, it makes you choke up a little because then, you know. <laughs> so at the very end of that, he says to the the guardians, he says, we are Groot. And that's a very impactful scene. If that doesn't make you go hard, I don't know what will. You know what <laughs> I mean? It's such a good scene. You know, everybody's crying in the club. Everybody you know, has goosebumps. And then he ends up saving them. And you think he's dead. And then at the very end of the movie, it's revealed that he's just a little sapling, right? Rocket saved a little bit of his, his sapling. And now he's going to be a little baby Groot in the next one. So mm-hmm. I, I like mm-hmm. the the camaraderie. I think if I had to pinpoint one favorite part of this, it would be just the general camaraderie of the Guardians. I mean, and they really feel like a, a solid team. You know, because mm-hmm. a lot of superhero movies, they don't really feel like that. Sometimes they, really? they don't really mesh well. Ah, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes they don't really mesh well. Like I prefer them over the Avengers. Mm, no doubt. No doubt. I, now, just, I don't know about ability, you know, ability wise. I don't know. Mm, interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I, I think ability wise, they 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 will die. <laughs> yeah, but they would go down fighting. I mean, Groot they can would, never die. So they, they will put up a good fight like Groot versus Hulk. Uh, Natasha versus Gamora. Gamora. Oh, that's a good. That's a good. Um, I'd pay to see that one. Rocket versus Iron Man. I would say no, that would be Star Lord versus Iron Man. Uh, but I yeah, feel like they, go, they both can fly. Uh, you gotta, okay, you gotta okay. even. You gotta be even. With so it. who would Rocket play against? Hawkeye. Hawkeye. <laughs> yeah, Rocket would actually win that one. But then you have no Iron. Suspect. Oh, okay. Then Iron Man versus Drax. Oh, interesting. Wait, I feel like Drax and the Hulk should go. They're both strong. No, or Groot versus Hulk. Groot's Captain America. Groot would destroy Captain America. Yeah, that's what we got. It just stab him. It'll go right <laughs> through the shield. Maybe this... no. I think I think Guardians of the Galaxy might have a good chance. Then you know what? Maybe we're shifting that. Now that's a movie they should make. I think they should do that. Yeah. <laughs> Guardians versus the Avengers. Wow, what a what a show! Or wait, Thor's in there. Who's gonna beat Thor? Oh, oh yeah, that was like we're missing one. Thor. Yeah. All right, never Thor, mind. Thor is okay. <laughs> never mind. We'll give a we'll, well, Nebula can beat Nebula. Cannot <laughs> compete against Thor. <laughs> so yeah, Avengers still win. But uh... okay, okay, okay. True, true, true. Alrighty, doesn't pass the vibe check. Um, for me, I just have one quick thing. So Drax gets thrown into a water fountain by the Ronin. And somehow, you know, it looked like the water fountain is pretty deep. So he, you know, he falls down into the water fountain and then it skips over a couple scenes. And then Groot brings back Drax um, from the water fountain. And he like sticks his, uh, his finger into like one of his lungs. And he's like, he somehow... Is 
he gets woken up by that. I'm like, how did Drax not die or just drown in the water fountain? He was deep in the water. <laughs> yeah, he was balls deep. I don't know how that was possible either. I mean, I don't I, know the science behind that, but I mean, I mean, I do know. I mean, like maybe Drax. I mean, he's not human, so oh, that's true. Maybe he just has like super lungs or something that he can take in a lot of water. Um, but I was like, how did how did Okay, I mean, I don't know. Maybe Drax is just stronger than I anticipated. That he's got strong me. lungs. That's his superpower. He's got strong lungs. Yeah. So, but yeah, I, I, that was thing. a little iffy. That's yeah. my only thing. Everything else passed the vibe check for me. For show, for show. Uh, yeah, I had one. Well, I maybe had two. Uh, one was about Groot. So you know, at the end when he blows up, remember that scene? I, you know, yeah, I just mentioned. Yeah. Uh huh. What is prohibiting there from being like twenty thousand different little baby Groots? Oh, yeah, yeah. If he, I mean, if he blows up and he's got all these bunches of, I mean, there's going to be tree branches everywhere. Why does only one survive? Wouldn't that mean that there's like a bunch of different little Groots running around? Or is that not how it works? Well, maybe, maybe he only has one heart, right? So what, maybe. What, what heart? Wait. Uh, what, I mean, I, I don't know. Just I'm, a big I, stick. I'm just trying to think like. Oh, you're trying to play devil's advocate. I, I'm just trying to think how like a human form tree can you know come back to life so i don't know i, mean, I don't know honestly let's say i, I got know. blown up like okay so if i got blown up so if you put like your your heart and brain into another body yeah there, there can only be one of you right you don't have two hearts you don't have but two doesn't brains. my arm but but doesn't my arm grow a body like if, if you cut off my arm wouldn't the arm grow a body well, see, I don't know if it generates from arm to full body, but if you have like your main component body, it can generate an arm. Well, it looked like he was just like a little twig. I know, how is it thing. all? That's the thing. I feel like there's just a whole bunch of little baby groups running around. We don't know about. Maybe, maybe that gets exposed in the in the third one. Oh no! If I reveal that plot point, come back to this podcast. I was right. Volume uh, three. Volume three. Yeah, I'll do the director's commentary on it and say, for the record, I said this in a podcast on April 30th, 2023. But all right, well, we will uh, move on to our next segment right after this. Okay, so moving on to our rating system. Today, we got a pretty cool rating system. So we are going to do mixtapes, um, a little background mixtapes, because Star-Lord Peter Quill, he has his own Walkman. And he listens to those cassette tapes that uh, he plays music on. And so he has his little headset. He also puts these mixtapes into his like um, stereo system in his spacecraft, which is pretty cool that they showed. Um, so look at that uh, vintage technology meeting future technology. <laughs> I was gonna say oh, yeah. modern day, but it's not really modern to have a space. I mean, it is. I mean, it is technically in our timeline, but <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so we're gonna do mixtapes today. So I'll, I'll start us off. Um, so my rating for the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume One, uh, I am going to give it a nice solid five out of five. Woo! Wow, that is rare for Alex. Let me just tell you that. I know that is rare I, for the Night Agent. I mean, it's been super long since I remember this movie. Did not remember much of this movie since it's been so long, you know, roughly 10 years since this movie came out. Um, you know, all the characters are great characters. They bond very well. 
They have a lot of family moments, um, very deep sentimental moments as well. You know, they're they they're all all the characters are not ideal superheroes. You know, they're one is like an assassin. Three of them are like scavengers that you know look for something to to flip and you know just get a big pay cut. One was a prisoner. Drax, Drax was a prisoner. Um, and so these are not ideal superheroes. <laughs> um, so for all all the you know different personalities to come together and become superheroes, and then you know they they eventually didn't want to turn in the Infinity Stone for the four billion payout because after they realized what the Infinity Stone was going to be used for for uh mass destruction and execution um they like pretty much was good angels and you know decided to protect the the whole universe by not letting the infinity stone go into the wrong hands and so very great um cluster of people becoming superheroes uh very good acting as well all the actors i would say did not disappoint all had very funny lines um this movie like uh it does have a very good comedy side of or i guess the past two movies and then all the other movies that they're part of so like the avengers movies that they're a part of as well but yeah guardian of the galaxy they're not like your go-to superheroes they're not your iron man they're not your captain america you know they have a very funny twist um, to how they portrayed themselves and so volume three looks pretty funny as well from what i've seen in the trailers which is pretty exciting and overall great action you know this is a very sci-fi-ish movie so if you're really into sci-fi um, you would enjoy it if you don't um, like you might enjoy it as well just because it has a lot of great action scenes and so it doesn't disappoint in that um, so yeah five out of five for me yeah and and like the ending we didn't really talk about the ending at all how they killed the ronin <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> well why don't uh, you go ahead and explain so basically when the ship just gets destroyed and everyone goes flying back onto the ground level <laughs> um they fight for the reality stone and peter peter is half human half celestial from what yep. i from yep. what i remember so he is able to grip onto the reality stone and not become shreds into dust. <laughs> and so like when he holds on to the reality stone, like the whole like area gets like pretty much poofed into like purple smoke. Um, and you see like all these energy blasts like going crazy. And then uh, all the energy is like raving through his body. And then uh gamora's like take my hand <laughs> and so they hold hands Aww. and then was it uh drax and uh rocket also join holding hands and so they launch this like energy blast to the ronin <laughs> from the reality stone and that's how the ronin gets destroyed and so that's how they like take down the bad guy their initial plan of them shooting like this super rocket that rocket made like this big gun that you attach onto your onto your torso and they shoot it at the ronin but it doesn't do anything <laughs> wait so does i thought it did do something i thought that yeah, uh the, the first time they shot it at the ronin 
it didn't do anything because he just got back up. <laughs> so <laughs> wait, so, so, the, so what the second time when they did it, when they shot it, they shot it at the at the hammer. And that's how oh, yeah, that's, that's how right. the the hammer breaks, and then that's how Peter is able to grab and catch the infinity stone. And then that's where they're able to shoot the Ronin with the energy blast. Oh, I missed but, that part. That's cool. That's at the very end of the movie. I missed that part. I thought they like shot him. I don't know what happened. Anyway, <laughs> I don't remember. Mason, that's like the key. Like, how do you end the battle? Well, I remember him catching the stone. I just didn't remember. I don't know. Because <laughs> they use they use the 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 special launcher cannon gun thingy again, and they weren't specifically shooting at him. They were gonna shoot at the hammer that had the infinity stone. See, that makes more sense in my head. I <laughs> I for some reason thought that he grabbed the stone and then they shot Ronan because he was weak. No, 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 no. Okay, I'm all out of sorts. I'm all out of sorts. <laughs> I need to watch it again. I already forgot it. That's <laughs> go watch so, it a second time. Right you gotta now. go watch it. We'll do, we'll re-record this like, for next week. Yeah. So uh, that's that's my rating. Five out of five. You gotta watch it. If you're a big Marvel fan, not a big Marvel fan, it's a very good movie overall. So yeah, highly yeah. recommend. That is a great rating for this movie. I'm gonna have to go a little higher than you. So <laughs> I know you did five out of five mixtapes. I'm gonna go five point nine one two seven four. Out of five mixtapes. So almost a six. Almost okay. a six out of five. Here's mm. the thing. This movie is one of the best. I think it's probably... Okay, so I like the second Guardians of the Galaxy the better than this one. I don't mm. know what it is about it. There's just something about it that clicks more for me. But for me, you know, this is a second best Marvel movie versus Guardians of the Galaxy 2. So, but I mean, I love these characters. They're great. They're fantastic. I mean... You know, you got who knew I would be caring for a talking raccoon <laughs> and a talking tree. You know what I mean? It's it's just a weird thing. But Marvel did it. They had lightning in a bottle and they managed to capture it more times after this. So, you mm. know, even the, the soundtrack is cool. You know, we didn't even mention that. But the part of the mixtape was most of the songs on that mixtape that Peter Quill has at the beginning are played throughout the movie. And so that really, it's mostly like 70s and 80s music, which is what I listen to anyway. And so, you know, just really cool soundtrack. It even gets better in the second one, in my opinion, but uh, just a great overall vibe to the movie. Uh, it's very colorful. It's very cool looking. It's very mm -hmm. I mean, memorable in some parts. Obviously, I can't remember shit, but, you know, some <laughs> some of the things you really can remember, it pops off the screen, you know, great effects. I mean, some of these effects are way better than phase four. And the phase five stuff we've got now. Oh yeah, I mean, it's, definitely. They <laughs> this movie looked expensive, and it it, it shows. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, the action is just nonstop. I mean, it, it's riveting, but also makes sense. The plot is perfect. The writing's perfect. Uh, mm -hmm. The cast is amazing, of course, and the characters are what do it for me. Like this feels like a real team. It feels like people you would want to hang out with, kind of in a weird way. And so, you know, I don't know. I feel like the Guardians might be the best part of the the Marvel universe for me. So. Uh, I'm definitely looking forward to the third one coming out, but this one gets me very excited. So uh, 5.916427 out of five mixtapes for me. Man. Dang. But, yeah. I honestly don't remember much of the second movie. Oh, um... you got to watch it. Well, maybe we'll do that. <laughs> maybe we'll do that for next week. <laughs> maybe we'll do that one. So, and then lead up to the new one. But anyway, the, yeah. Okay. Okay. Maybe, the second maybe. one, I'm telling you the second one unmatched. 
Really? Un- unparalleled best marvel movie ever it, it will be best marvel if we review it on this podcast actually best marvel movie <laughs> interesting so cool cool all righty so that wraps up the podcast really we got one more segment fun fact oh mason yeah. mason said he has the fun fact ready for us and i pre-approved ready. this with alex this time so i'm not completely <laughs> going in blind <laughs> Okay. What do we got? What do we got? So the question this week is: If you could morph into any food, (laughs) what would what food would you pick? So, for example, you are tired of your body, right? And you want you you know I want a different life. You get reincarnated as any type of food. What food would you want to reincarnate as? (laughs) There's a lot. There's a lot to choose from here. So like I just get reincarnated and like like that's just my sole purpose is to get bought and eaten by someone else, right? Well, okay, so there's a few ways you can look at it. One like I'm not like a, a living piece of bread. Or yeah, you like are, a, you are a living potato. Oh, you definitely are. I mean you can't walk around so, and so so you think can't roll. Like, think it's not like, like Toy Story. No. Think like no no, I was about to say like think like human version food like Groot was is that what you're trying to think may yeah okay so something like Groot except Groot can walk around and talk you cannot do that you can look around okay you have sight okay that's okay pretty much I it. only have sight okay actually yeah that's uh, yeah let's <laughs> let's just make that the rule for this question because I'm not I'm not gonna be walking around right I'm just waiting to be purchased <laughs> I mean I mean, I'm I'm not saying you have to be in a store. You could be like a wild right, vegetable. Right. You know a wild, mean? yeah, a wild mung bean. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be a Ferrero Rocher. <laughs> uh, I'm thinking, what food do I want to be? So here's here's my question for you. Do you want to get eaten and be, or do you want to not get eaten and survive a little bit? uh i think i would like to be eaten you would oh interesting because all right ladies you heard it here first if i'm a food why why do i what is the need for me to survive so here's the thing let's say okay i'll answer you this because food okay let's say you're an apple which is for example let's just say you're an apple yeah but apple and you start bruising right you start rotting right let's say you're a banana actually let's change it to banana banana is more fun Okay. Okay. So you're a banana and it starts going a little brown, right? You're going you're going to brown town. You don't want to do that though. Okay. You're gonna get thrown away. Right. Right. Then where do you go? You're gonna be stuck in a trash can. And right. then you're gonna be in the landfill. And then you're just gonna be in a landfill the rest of your life until you biodegrade away. Right, right. So you gotta think about this strategically. You know, you wanna get eaten, but then also mm-hmm. you're gonna have to dissolve in stomach acid. So that's not really fun either. Mm. I would be a food that never expires, like honey, or <laughs> honey. I feel like I would be a good honey jar, like a honey bear. Is that your food you're gonna choose? I may be a honey bear. Really? Yeah, because I mean, I have a long shelf life. I, I can live a long life. Now, granted, I'm just in a shelf, or maybe okay. I'll be like natural honey in like a beekeeper's house or something. <laughs> that would be my goal. That'd be my wish. That or like a coconut. Okay. Oh, yeah, coconut. That's a good one. Coconut's a good one. Yeah, you live in like Hawaii or the Bahamas. You're on a tree. 
Interesting. Now the painful part is going to be somebody chopping you down from the tree, like mm. sticking a big straw in you. So that might not be pleasurable. Mm. So you got to think about it strategically. This is too deep. <laughs> I know it's very, it's very philosophical. Because I'm thinking from my perspective, okay, I'm a food. I get reincarnated as a food. I would like to be, you know, highly valued. And I'd like for someone to buy me or, you know, you know, just buy me from like the grocery store or, you know, find me and eat me as soon as possible. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, so man. why? Okay. That, what is what is my value as a piece of food? Like, why do I need to survive? <laughs> so Alex is like a down bad fruit. He's like, a, he's a down bad piece of produce. No, no, no. I'm thinking like, yeah, yeah I don't want to be a rotten banana, a brown banana, like you mentioned, because I uh-huh. get thrown out, right? Uh-huh. I don't, I don't want to live in a landfill. Right. So you can't be, yeah, don't pick banana. Okay. Don't pick a nanner. Also, okay, I just thought of something <laughs> else though. Here's another question for you. Okay. Okay. Does it count? Does the food count like a living animal? Because technically you can eat fish. You could be a fish, right? Or mm. does it have to be killed first for you then to be reincarnated as like a frozen frozen filet of fish? Let's do a food where it's not like an animal. Okay, so non-animal. So you food. can't be a, a cow. You can't right. be But you can be milk. You could you could be or cheese. You could be a block of cheese. Right, right, right. Okay. Mm, interesting so what do you so now okay i thought that was a good question but i guess not but anyway uh i'm trying to think now see this is interesting alex is really going through a midlife crisis right now (laughs) i'm thinking like something sort of like bread bread wise like Uh, a bag like a bagel what about you'd be a good bagel you call me round (laughs) well you got a hole in the middle (laughs) you're you're holy See, I don't love bagels. That's the thing. I want something that I really like. What about English muff? I, I would be the king's Hawaiian rolls. <laughs> oh, wait, the whole thing? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so okay, but if you're the whole thing, I'm gonna see. I'm gonna really ruin your plans here. And because I'm what high, if so- I'm a high value product that people will eat? That's true. But what if somebody tears a roll off of you? Then does that hurt you or what? Yeah, yeah, it hurts me. So there's 12 roll. You're going to go through that process 12 times. Right. But, you know, there's 12 of me. So eventually. Wait, there's be... 12 of you. Wait, so are you each roll? No, no, this no. This is no. too confusing. No, no, this... no. Just think like, okay, there's 12 pieces of me, right? So like. This should be I, a movie. My two Both. eyes, my two ears, you know. Oh, no. <laughs> my my so, two hands or whatever, two legs. Somebody's <laughs> pulling off your limbs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're being exactly. torn limb from limb every day. Exactly. They want sliders. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's down bad. That is a terrible existence. Well, I mean, it, they are good. So I would be living a very short life. And so I don't have to worry about being thrown out. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. So he wants to be king. You know what, though? We could those be, are, we good. could both, we could meet each other because the family <laughs> that bought you at the store in, the, in Hawaii could pass under the coconut tree. They could. Because yes. there we go. Perfect. We We figured it out. That's how we do the pod. That'll be your nickname for next episode. Hawaiian rolls. You'll be Hawaiian rolls. I'll be coconut. Okay. <laughs> okay. Wait. So you're for sure coconut. I'm. For, I'm either. I'm on the fence between a honey bear and coconut. <laughs> or like a. The... What about a pop tart? Pop tarts are pretty good. Because I could have a twin with me, right? 
I, I could talk to somebody. Well, what if you're just one singular Pop-Tart? Yeah, but they're sold in a pack of two. Uh, so I'm, there's always going to be somebody with me. Yeah, mm. I don't know. I just don't want to get burned alive in the toaster. See, I could be cut up. I can be rolled around. That's true. I oh, you be, like it rough. <laughs> you like I can it be rough. toasted. I can be like, I can be pretty much destroyed in any single way. <laughs> That's what Alex likes. <laughs> I like it rough. You like it rough, rough and rowdy. <laughs> Listen, I can be smeared. I can be. As a Pop-Tart. I yeah, can... you can be cut up. You can be microwaved. You can be Pop Tart Pied. Pop Tart Pied. <laughs> make a Pop Tart Pie. Throw yourself in the toaster. Yeah, I'm gonna go back to honey. See, I I have the opposite effect on. I want to live long as a food. Really? Yeah, you don't. I think you just want to be out the door. I'm I'm in and out, in and out. <laughs> See, okay, now what's the what's the lifespan? So you know how dogs have dog years. What is like? Uh-huh. What is Hawaiian roll years? What does that look like? I don't know. Do we just go off by the expiration date? Okay, so expiration. Wow. Oh, wait a minute. Well, a new, expiration, a new... The expiration date on Hawaiian rolls, I don't think is very long. So is mold like cancer for Hawaiian rolls? Yeah, yeah. It's a sickness. Whoa, this is freaky. This is getting weird. <laughs> I'm never eating Hawaiian rolls ever again. <laughs> Hawaiian rolls. Uh, What is it? Uh, expiration date. Like, expiration. Look up how long. Look up how long it takes to expire. Two weeks. <laughs> you have a two-week lifespan. Congrats. <laughs> That's crazy. But I don't. I don't want you to die of cancer. Well, I don't I want mean, you to get moldy. That's terrible. I mean, they're gonna. They'll eat all, you before. They, they can't uh, waste yeah, you. Yeah, they're not gonna to waste the people that purchase me. They I'll have purchase to, you. They have to rip me to shreds, or else oh, I'll man. die of sickness. <laughs> That's the great life, Alex. That's the great life you've chosen to live. Listen, I'm a high high value man. So. No, I know you are. I know you are. <laughs> so I gotta Listen, be coconuts are also. I gotta high. be a high quality product. So yeah, and who knows? Maybe I'll be somebody. Maybe I'll be Dwayne the Rock Johnson's coconut water one day. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so anyway, all right. I think we've got a solid foundation here for our food journey. I feel like we have to have a food podcast now. King Hawaiian rolls. King Hawaiian rolls. You heard it here. King Jing himself. King Jing. Shout King out Jing. To King Shout Jing. out Jing Wing. Jing Wei. Jing Wei. Jingith. So Jingith. Anyway. All right. Let's wrap this puppy up. We have officially done 50 episodes. I just want to say thank you all for listening for this long. Mm-hmm. We are not stopping anytime soon. Here's to another 50. If I had a glass of coconut water, I'd raise it right now. <laughs> if I had a Hawaiian roll, I'd eat that. Nice, so, nice. but yeah, no, we really appreciate you. We would like you to subscribe to the pod on Instagram. You know, we've got our follow that page. We try to post updates on there when we can. We've also got our Spotify, Apple podcast. Make sure to rate us too. It's actually pretty cool now. You can rate podcasts. So, I mean, if it would be nice if you rated us a five star, but mm-hmm. I mean, it's all up to mm-hmm. you. Listen, we're not telling you. We will give you money if you pay, do five <laughs> stars. Alex will give you money, but <laughs> you will give the money. <laughs> How about this? We'll just send you a pack of Hawaiian rolls. <laughs> that should be for our sweepstakes winners. For Hawaiian winners. rolls. If you guess, if you guess the emoji for the next movie, oh this, my! It all, all came for it all came full circle. It all came full circle. All right, so, so they're they're fighting for Hawaiian rolls. Yes, yeah, so one pack. We'll do the lower pack. We'll do the value pack. Okay, I can I can afford that. Okay, let's do that. We'll split it. 
we'll split it. Okay. 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 Anyway, but uh, thank you for listening. Thanks again. And make sure to rate us and also uh, hit the notification bell because we post at weird times. So make sure to hit that bell. That way, you know, when we're posting. So uh, other than that, I have nothing else. Go watch Guardians of the Galaxy. Go watch Guardians of the Galaxy. Go watch The Night Agent. Go uh, yeah, go to Popeyes. Don't, don't go to Popeyes. Get Chick-fil-A. No. And, and then go to Popeyes after you eat the Chick-fil-A. Um, make sure you order extra pickles. Extra um, pickles is a must. We don't want pickle gate to happen. No. <laughs> No pickle gate. <laughs> Don't be a Karen. Um, yeah. 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 Shout out to my friend Megan for the homemade pancakes. Yep. Um, if you ever have homemade pancakes, go to tastees.com for the for the recipe. Um Mason, congrats on your tennis endeavor. Thank you. Um, there will be updates for sure. I really hope that you, you know, stick to it. If I mean it is summertime, so like you could be playing it a good two to three times a week. You can get oh, yeah. pretty, you can get pretty shredded i would say i'll get hot and heavy with it don't worry i'm gonna be shirtless in no time so but yeah good good exercise and then especially if you find like the the courts that have lights that's like perfect because you don't have to worry about the sun i'll just Um, use my phone flashlight or or yeah you can do that too (laughs) just don't see the other side (laughs) um let's see volleyball update for me my tuesday team did not make playoffs we were three and four my Wednesday team did also not make playoffs. We were three and four as well. Uh, my Monday team, we still have one more game, so I'll provide an update for the next episode. I think we are two and three right now or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have one more game left. And so, or, or yeah, two and four. Yeah, we're two and four. So if we make, if we win the next game, we're three and four, but with the standings and how everyone else does, it's a big toss up if we qualify for playoffs. So yeah, I'll keep you guys posted, but yeah, appreciate all the fan love and support. I hope you guys uh, enjoy this episode and we'll catch you on the next one. Peace. We are Groot. <laughs>